So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast episode uh, 263. For September 6, 2020, my name is Nathan Reince Ruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. Look at me, it's me again. Here I am. It's Andrew Roa McFain, slicker than come on a gold tooth. How are you doing today? Uh, I don't, I'm not slick. <laughs> I just wanted to use that phrase. I love that phrase. I've never heard that before, but I hope I never hear it again. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I'm, anyway, um, I'm here. We, yeah, you are here. And what games have you been playing this week? Oh, and where so, can we find you? I do a website. It's done when it's done. Is That's it? Is motto. it actually done yet? No, I said it's done when it's done. Let's uh, let's check out Not, this website. It looks exactly the same as it did last week. I promise. I've never. This is terrible. <laughs> This is, this is like, I could make this in 10 fucking minutes. I did make it in 10 fucking minutes. You put zero for, you didn't even put padding on it. You're right. You didn't even it's go like, and put one fucking pixel padding on the edge. So it's all the way to the left. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's just like uh, the, the image and maybe I haven't looked at it in a bit, but and I think the, there's like a header and then some paragraph tags. And that's the whole thing. That's what I was going to say. Like the, the it's all a black web page. Yep. Um, which is fine. But I think if you have a black web page, you should have green text. That's my, no. opinion. yes. It's red. Well, no, I mean, if you look at your links, the links are blue. Yeah. I would make okay, so that's green. because I don't know how to make it to where they're a different color when you click them. Uh, you. I know you can do that. You can. You can do that. Um, you there. So it turns purple when you click on them. Yeah. But you can make it. You can. You can make it so that the hyperlinks are a different color in the text. Nobody ever does it, but there is a way to do that. I, but, yeah, um, I know there's a way. I Just, you know. I'm I lied to you by the way. I could make this in like two minutes. Yeah, like this is terrible. Anyway, <laughs> roa.website. You'll find all the links there. What games have you played? Um, so I have played Toho Luna Nights, uh, um, which is on Game Pass. Which let me tell you, I was not expecting a Toho game to ever be on Game Pass. Now, no, would you? Like, obviously, it's not an actual Toho game. Um, it is a, a a what we call in the industry a Dojin game. Um, but it's just a, somebody else made a Toho game, and under the use shit that Zune has now, uh, you can actually sell uh, Toho fan games. So, oh. and Toho Luna Nights is. Uh, Symphony of the Night, uh, except you play as Sakia Izayoi, 
uh, who is my Toho waifu. So um, you have, instead of like it being, you know, Alucard, you're a maid who can stop time and oh, yeah, throw and knives. Of course, of course. You're a maid who can stop time. Yeah. Of course. And she, uh, yeah, she throws uh, several knives at a time. And uh-huh. presumably all of her upgrades will be related to throwing knives. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've only played it for maybe like an hour. And I really like it. I'm happy that it exists. And I hope that we get more Toho games on Game Pass. Uh, make, a, make a Toho Pass. Uh, I will pay $3 a month for free Toho games. Yes, please. Anyway. um. Did I play anything else on Game Pass? I don't think so. Um, I have played a little more of Control. Not a lot. How is that? How is uh, that? Control is a fantastic game. I love it. Um, is it? Yeah. I I uh, see. Have I played. Let me let me interrupt you. I just want to say about as Control. You do. Uh, mm-hmm. As I do, I apologize, but I it it has to do with Control, like. I haven't seen much from the game because all of the previews and stuff that I saw were like, oh my God, look at the graphics. Look at the RTX on. It's great. But they didn't show anything about the game. So the thing too is that like a lot of the best stuff in the game and uh, Yahtzee's review of it uh, said this as well. Um, a lot of the best stuff in the game isn't really up in in, in your face. It's okay. all like off to the side. You have to go look for it. Um, but if you if you find it, like there's so much really good lore and like environmental storytelling. Like it, you can it, you find recordings it, like they're they're you know the audio recordings and there's notes and stuff like that and like i it it just all of it works so incredibly well to build out this world there there's really only one thing i don't like so far and that's funnily enough the main character but i think that's just because she's such a a mystery even to the player and that'll probably get better over time but like it's it's weird to me it, like in most games, whenever the main character just kind of takes everything in stride and they get that, like she's kind of seen some shit in her life anyway, and also seems to have this weird entity living inside of her head. But like, you just kind of, I don't know. It's weird to me that she just kind of deals with all of this weird shit that's going on around her and finding out that, there's this entire other world that has always existed that she was only vaguely aware of. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I would, I, I would highly recommend it. Um, good. I'm very glad that I, that I spent my refund money on that. That's all. That's all the money that you got for a, was it a tax refund? No, I refunded a different game. Um, that was bad. Uh, someone, someone, there's a, there's a, uh, Project Eva clone on 
Steam, and I can't remember what it's called, uh, but it's made by like one Brazilian guy or something like that. And like, yes, it's fine, but whenever you have a music game, it either needs to be really easy to get new music into it, or it needs to have a good soundtrack on its own. It has three songs, I think, um, by default. And most of the stuff on the workshop is trash. And it says that it has compatibility with another Project Eva clone that is a little less polished. Uh, but it doesn't. It, like, it does, but you have to redo all the audio uh, from Wave to OGG. Uh, which is a big pain in the ass, and I'm not going to do that for it's every not, song that not... I want. It's not that much of a pain in the ass, but I can it's understand. It's enough of one. Yeah, like, like you could probably just get like a, a formatting tool and then just I, I could take use them all like FFmpeg like, or something. Yeah, you could use something like that, just drag and drop them all, and then export them all as as OGG or whatever. But that's still implement the fucking thing to use wave files. That's all you need to do. And like his his reasoning why it doesn't use MP3 files uh, is because it, he doesn't like closed source uh, anything. Like he, he uh, the game's programmed in Rust, I think. Like everything about it uses open source stuff. And like okay, that that's cool. But Wave isn't a closed source format, as far as I'm aware. It's literally just the raw PCM data. So I thought it. I thought Wave was um was a Windows thing, isn't it? Uh, there no, uh, uh, WMA is WMA. Um, okay, I think Wave I... might have originally been created by Windows or by Microsoft, but it, as far as I'm aware, is an open standard at this point. I'm not a huge fan of Wave files. They're way, way too big for the, yeah. They're the uncompressed. They're uncompressed PCM data. Like yeah, that's what they are. But anyway. So like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that shit. But yeah, Control's a really good game. Uh, so is Flight Simulator. But that's good. Uh, that's good. I, I uninstalled that because I did everything I wanted to do in it. And did I, you go to I, my I hometown? I, no. What the fuck? You didn't do everything I, I wanted you to do then. I don't know where you live. Oh right, I live in Oregon somewhere. Just fly around Oregon. You'll find it. It's pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's only like what three towns in Oregon? Uh four, I think, something like that. It's pretty small. There's Portland, uh, there's... uh, Bend. Yep, there's Portland, uh, Bend, Salem, and uh, Eugene. Ah, uh, I guess there's Newport too. That's it. That's all you need to know. It's really funny because I, I know Salem and I know Bend mainly because of you, and I know Portland. That's uh, it. Uh, Eugene is like a college town. One of the universities is there that I can't remember the name of right now. And then, um, there's Newport, which is the, that's the, the port town, the, you know, on the coast. And like, there's a Ripley's, believe it or not, stuff there. I went to that. It was not as cool as you would think it would be. And yeah. There's a Ripley's, the, believe it or not, museum here too. They're and it's not, also not as cool as you think it would be. Yeah, it's like that. The, it's really weird that that's still a thing because <laughs> the internet exists. 
Right. And so so like they're like, oh, is this really a an alien? It's like no, it's a fucking mannequin that they put in a box. I'm like oh okay, like it's it's all it's all stupid, but oh well. Anyway, uh, are you done? Did you talk about all the games you played? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I. Nathan Reeton Spruth can be found everywhere at Reeton. So Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on YouTube, Reeton Entertainment on YouTube, ReetonEntertainment.com is my website. Uh, you can listen to this podcast, Reeton Podcast, everywhere. You can download us on Spotify and iTunes. Did you know that Amazon is adding podcasts to Audible? I guess I, that makes sense. I just found that out today. So we just signed up. <laughs> To try to be on Audible, so you can might be able to download us on download us on Audible pretty soon, and uh, we'll be your eBooks. Maybe maybe we'll do some specials where uh, Aroa reads some short stories of like, uh, what's that one anime? Uh, Sword Art Online. Remember, remember we, we I had you do that for a video once, and it was awkward. Yeah, I can. I, I'll read the whole fucking thing. I'll do it. <laughs> That would be an amazing special. <laughs> anyway, um, games I played. I actually today played some Undermine before I started playing this, or before I started doing this podcast. Undermine is basically Binding of Isaac. And if you like Binding of Isaac, you'll probably like Undermine. It's a little bit different, but it's Binding of Isaac. There's actually quite a few Binding of Isaac clones now that I've uh now that i downloaded undermine my friends like oh yeah i played all of this game and it's another binding of isaac clone it's basically the same game and uh it kind of started the the rogue light concept yeah yeah and i like i would get it but it's it i would like it to be more of an inspiration from like they're fun games but it feels all the it feels samey like you walk, you're you're walking into rooms and finding trap doors and secret rooms, and I'm just like, this is exactly what Binding of Isaac is, without just the get, uh, without murdering Rogue your mom. Legacy Two instead. Yeah, well, Undermine is is included with Game Pass. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, so I'm not going to be doing that. Uh, uh, so if uh if Aroa, if you like those roguelite games, you can play some Undermine on Game Pass. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, I played some Wasteland 3, another game that is included with Game Pass. I have and, heard many good things about it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good so far. It's I only played through like the first couple missions, and it's a, a little bit easier than Wasteland 2 was. And by a little bit, I mean a lot, and that's a good thing, because Wasteland 2 is fucking hard. And it was very difficult for me to beat that game. And I didn't because I played it for like three hours and then cried and gave <laughs> up. Uh, so Wasteland 3 is a little bit better. Uh, you know, you still have the the chance of dying very easily if you if you don't do it right. But uh, just like with the old Fallout games, which are great games. They're just super hard. Have you ever played either like Fallout One or Two? Uh, yeah. Uh, you get. I've been killed by children with rocks more times than I would like to admit. 
uh, because you go into town and you're like, oh, a shotgun, and you steal the shotgun, and then a bunch of kids, like a kid notices you, and then a bunch of kids come up and just start hitting you with rocks, and you die. And that's... So what you're saying is, I can kill children in this game. Yes. In Fallout 2, you can kill children. Oh, I thought you were talking about Wasteland 3. No, no, no. Fallout 2. no. I don't know about Wasteland 3. I hope so. I always uh, I always encourage developers to let you kill children. Yeah, don't be ageist. Let me murder children. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was going to say maybe draw the line at babies, but no. Just, no. just let you be a terrible person in a video game. Like... I can. I want specifically the like fable style football kick uh, execution for babies. Did you ever see the child killer uh, perk? Or, or it's not a perk, but like you would get a little icon uh, after you killed a child in Fallout Two, and there was a concept art that was done with the Pip Boy or the Vault Boy. And the child killer perk was, uh, he would, the imagine the vault boy kicking a pregnant woman in the stomach. Oh yeah, I think I have seen that. Now that you know that you describe it, yeah, I feel like I, I saw that in like one of those "Did you know gaming" videos. Yeah, and I thought it was I thought it was funny. Um, because I'm a bad person. I played oh, some uh, Spellbreak. I played some Spellbreak, which is a battle royale game where you play as a wizard oh yeah i saw an ad for that on twitter and i thought that it was uh i thought it was fortnite it's it's the art style is very similar but i would say it's way more fun than fortnite it's way more fun than fortnite um and i think it's mainly because with it it's it's i i actually was pretty okay at the game which is shocking and and also like you're not building shit. Like I can't wrap my head around Fortnite and building stuff and also trying to shoot stuff. Yeah. Like I can't do both. Uh and then also I just don't like for I'm not a fan of Fortnite. I just wasn't fun it wasn't fun to me. Um with with Spellbreak it allows you to like uh you can get different spells. So you can be a pyromancer and then get another um item like a giant rock or whatever and then you set the rock on like you can set a rock on fire and throw it at somebody like it's it's pretty cool you can combine the different elements together and make uh a a pretty fun game it's not great i played it with my friend uh lamira i guess is what she's going by now uh and we had fun we had fun with it and then Let's see. Oh, I played Overwatch. You know, got all my boxes. I don't think I did anything else worth noting, really. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I played. Oh, there was something. Tell me why. Have you heard about that? Uh, yeah, it's the the new um, Telltale game that isn't Telltale. It's it's the new uh, Life is Strange game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, and I like it less than the other life is strange gate or than the the other games done by the studio and there's a reason why it's because well tell me why well first off 
they don't have any Backstreet Boys songs in it. And the fact that they left out that particular song makes me mad. There is a song. It took me a second, but now, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's a song from Backstreet Boys that uses the phrase, tell me why, all the time. And the fact that they don't have it in the game at all is a serious point that they are missing. Uh, But not just that. Are you sure that's Backstreet Boys? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm positive. Oh, okay. I'm positive that it's Backstreet Boys. Um, it's, uh, You Are My Fire, right? My One Desire? Tell me why it ain't nothing but a heart. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I knew yeah. the, I knew the chorus. Yeah. I yeah. That was, <laughs> was that I called I want it that, that way. way. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> so other than that, um it's about twins and uh i don't care like i might i'm not really spoiling anything they they kind of made it a big deal before they released it um who has the psychic it, powers this time so they both do okay but but there's tw- they're twins <clears throat> and one of them is transgender that part doesn't bother me uh obviously don't care like Whatever you want to do, you do. Do you do you? Even the, even the 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 fact that he's transgender um, doesn't really it it doesn't take away from the story. It I actually think it adds to the story. Um, my whole sticking point is that I think it protr- it portrays uh, twins incorrectly. Because, oh. like, the twins like each other and get along. And in my experience, <laughs> that doesn't fucking happen. No, they're, they're reunited twins, according yeah. to the description. They are. So they, I won't spoil anything, but one of them was sent away for a while. Uh, and they didn't see each other for 10 years. And then they, so they would, like, send letters back and forth. And then they end up meeting up again after 10 years. Now they have to, but, they have to find out. Why they were sent away for ten years? No, no, they know oh. why. They know why. I have happened. to find out what happened in their that, childhood. That usu- that's usually that's usually what happens when one of the players kills the mom. Like one of them is sent away for a while. Um, oh. Yeah. So there's spoilers. And oh, then, geez. but like now, I'm never gonna play the game. They have uh, like psychic powers. Like they can communicate to each other through their. To, through telekinesis, telepathy, telepathy, they they can't move items like 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 that. That's but telekinesis. That's 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 what that's you have in control. Strange. That's that's life is strange too. Is one of the oh, characters yeah, has yeah. has telekinesis. Sorry, telepathy, um, and they can also like they can walk up and see each other's memories. Clairvoyance. So like, yeah, well like. They so if so, if one of them is remembering something, the other one will also see the memory being acted out, which is good for a story, but not like I want to know why this is happening. Like I can't just accept, oh, this is a thing that happened, just let it go. I want to know why it's happening. Uh, but mainly, the you want the game I, to tell you why. It wants me to tell me why this is a fucking thing. Uh, but anyway, have you never read a? Have, wow, 
How? Have I never okay. read a the book? Have you never read book? Have you never <laughs> read a Stephen King book? Uh, honestly, no, no, I haven't. Oh wow, I've read short stories of his. I just haven't read a full book. Every uh, uh, every Stephen King book that I've read, besides Eyes of the Dragon, uh, has a character or multiple characters that uh, has psychic abilities for no given reason. That's just yeah, like the thing. That doesn't that doesn't shock me, but I still want to know why. Like they should tell me why. But my main again, my main problem with the game is that I think their portrayal of twins is incorrect. And I think they should hate each other a lot more because I have a twin sister and we've never got along. Uh, we, we, we do get along, but like the, like they're always like, this is my best friend. I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. That's not what happens. Where's one of them throwing the other one into the fucking pool and playing the game of try to drown your twin brother. Uh, by the way, that happened and I'm not a fan of swimming. Um, let's move on and we will talk about some, uh, we'll talk about the biggest story first. This is probably the one we're going to spend the most time on. Um, it looks like NVIDIA is throwing out some new graphics cards and those graphics cards. What a surprise. Well, it kind of is surprising, but not in the way that like only on the price is it surprising because you we've spoke about this like we were not i was an i was not impressed with the 2000 series rtx cards were you i don't think anybody was and they're like they're they had more performance than the than the 10 series card or the 1000 series cards but they weren't such a big improvement that it warranted actually buying a card. And the only card that had a significant amount of improvement was (laughs) $1,200. And at that price point, it's like, no, I'm not going to buy a card. I'll just wait until the next generation. When we're going to see a moderate, like 10 or 15% boost, but then it'll actually probably be worth it to upgrade at that point. And then... They announced their 30 series or what is it? 3000 series cards. They've got the 3070, the 3080, and the 3090. And according to NVIDIA, the 3070 should be as powerful uh, or, or even more powerful than the 2080 Ti. And the 3070 is only going to be $500. So. That is a significant improvement, and anybody who's bought the 2080 Ti in the last couple months probably feels very upset. <laughs> I know I would. Um, and and of course we need to we need to take our expectations and not just believe what Nvidia says. Right. But like, even if it is not like, let's say it's. Five percent slower than the 2080 Ti, or even ten percent slower than the 2080 Ti, for five hundred dollars. Yeah, I would still be pissed. Even if it was slower, I would be pissed. 
Well, and we're we're kind of used to this to a degree because it's it's not uncommon for the new generation of Nvidia cards to be it, more powerful enough to be like to completely eclipse the previous generation. The yeah. like the the last few uh, iterations have been that the budget card, the sixty, uh, has been about the same power as the mid-range card of the previous generation. Yeah, uh, and the and it's this like is kind the, of like the ten seventy was as powerful as the nine eighty. Right, yeah. and they they've kind of stuck with that for a couple couple of generations, but I guess probably in line with how they're doing the marketing on this one where they're naming them 30 90 80 70 instead of 80 70 60 they're trying to indicate that this is a paradigm shift that these cards are so much more powerful that it just wouldn't make sense to call them 80 70 60 because yeah. this is far beyond the kind of normal generational leap kind of like the, they did with the uh the 1660 yeah and the 30 the 3080 is the one that I'm interested in. That one is $700 and it's yeah. supposed to be like twice what 50% more powerful than the 2080 Ti or something like that. Uh 100%. More 100%. Powerful. So twice as powerful. It's supposed to be double the power of the 2080 Ti for still several hundred dollars less. I am Yes, I'm very interested in that graphics card. I am. I still have the 1070, and we've spoken about this on my podcast before, where I have a 1070, and while it's still a great graphics card and can run most games at 60 frames a second, I now have a 144 hertz monitor, and I would like to be able to run games at 144 hertz without my computer exploding. And I am, I am most interested in the actual rtx stuff i would like to see i would like to see the rtx as well um and see if it because it's still going to have a significant performance hit but let's say you're running at a like 200 frames a second with rtx off and it cuts it down to like 150 frames a second and that's still like you're taking a huge performance hit but at that point when you're over 100 frames a second does it really fucking matter Right. Um and if so I can if I can get sixty frames per second at ten eighty P with RTX on, then I will be satisfied. Yeah. And I think the thirty eighty should be it definitely be that way for RTX on with ten eighty P. Who knows about four? They've also they're calling it second gen ray tracing or whatever, a second gen RTX. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious as to what that means. Like, have they done something to right. improve this technology? Uh, presumably. Um, and then they also announced their 3090, which we mentioned. Um, that is fifteen hundred dollars. It takes up three PCI spots. Um. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know that. I forgot about that. It takes up three PCI slots. So most graphics cards that are the big boys take up two PCI slots in the back. So there's basically they need one for the card and then another one for cooling. And 
now I don't, they must have just a massive cooler on that thing. And that is supposed to be the, the very, very big boy. Um, we haven't spoke about the specs very much. So let's, let's talk about this. Um, the RTX 3070, uh, it comes with eight gigs of GDDR6 VRAM. Uh, it says it's also 60% faster than the original RTX 2070. Um, and it's, of course, the $500 we were talking about. They've also got the 3080, which I believe comes with 10 gigs of GDDR6X, which I have no idea what that is. It's... Um, uh... It's basically the same thing as JDDR6. I think it has like a higher clock, right? Okay. And then the 3090 has 24 gigs of RAM. Is it 24? I, I can't find it here. I, yes. I haven't looked. So it's 24 gigs of RAM. I'm not even going to go into the CUDA cores and stuff because none of that matters. So there's more CUDA cores uh, for all of them. All of the new cards have more CUDA cores than any of the previous generation cards. So even the 3070, the lowest end one, has more Good CUDA God. cores than the 2080 Ti. Are you looking at the 3090? Oh, I was, so I was comparing these cards with mine, because uh, I have a 1080. Right, uh, right. Just, just to kind of give myself some, some perspective. Even the cheapest one, the five hundred dollar thirty seventy, has over double, yes, over double the CUDA cores of my ten eighty. And the ten eighty is still a good card. Yeah, it is. Like it's not a bad card at all. Um, the ten seventy is still a good card, but you know the. I think that this is finally the time to upgrade. The only thing I'm concerned about is what is there's got to be a reason they're doing this because nvidia uh notoriously uh, i don't know if you know this but they like money yeah. and uh that's why they priced well there were a couple reasons they say that part of the reason they priced the rtx card so high was because they didn't know uh what yields the manufacturing pro uh process were gonna have and so that's why the 2000 series was so kind of outrageously priced was they were worried that the amount of cards they would be able to produce, they would actually lose money on it. And so now they're saying that because of their manufacturing process, uh, they, they know what the yields should be so they can price them more competitively. So I think that's might be part of it, but I, I, I honestly think that's kind of also a lie. They're they're at least withholding some truth. Um, they're worried about AMD is what is what you're thinking. No, no, consoles. They're launching this uh, before the new consoles come out. Um, I see. So I think well, part of it is AMD is in all the consoles, except for yeah. the the Switch. But the the new Xbox and the new PlayStation have AMD parts in them. So partially AMD on that side. But also, yeah, like Big Navi is supposed to be launched at some point, right? And the fact that 
NVIDIA comes out and goes, here are our graphics cards. I wonder if they're just trying to kill Big Navi before it even gets off the ground. Yeah. Um, well, and, and like there have been a lot of rumors about Big Navi being very competitive with the 2000 series. And like it, if the 3000 series can completely smash the 2000 series like it is, then presumably Big Navi has no chance. Now, of but... course, of course, AMD would be stupid to think to like, let's say that we're aiming for the 2000 series. That would be stupid for them. They, of course, would need to be making more powerful cards than the 2000 series. Yeah, um, by, the, the, by... the problem is their their graphics engineering just hasn't been able to stand up to NVIDIA's. No, like, like, like that's they, just how it's been. They've had some good cards, like that uh, that Radeon Seven card that came out uh, wasn't a bad card, but it was seven hundred dollars, and it was the same as the twenty eighty, basically, like. They, like some like some games were better under the Radeon Seven, and some were better on um, the twenty eighty. But also, uh, the the Radeon Seven used like that super expensive HBSC, like that super expensive memory. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, they had like I think it was eleven gigs or something of like really expensive memory on there. And that's what made the card cost so much because it costs a lot to make the cards. And I think that they weren't making much of a profit off of those cards. So I don't know. I I hope that Big Navi does something well, but I I kind of doubt it. Like I yeah. really want AMD to be competitive like they are in, in the uh, CPU space. But um nvidia has now announced that they're going to be doing pre-orders for the 3080 and 3090 right because i think the the 3080 comes out on the 17th and the when does the 3090 come out it's sometime in september right i uh i think does it say in here I don't uh know. let's look up sept September, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's twice as powerful. The RTX twenty eighty able to run games at four K sixty frames per second with RTX on. Pricing starts at seven hundred dollars. Is available on September seventeenth. Um, I don't see it. Um, and then I believe the the new one. The 3070, I think it's going to be released in October. And I want to say the, the 3090 was going to be released this month sometime, but I have no idea. Uh, but when do you think that these are actually going to go on sale? Like, when do you think pre-orders are going to be open? Because right now it just has a notify me button. Hmm. Well, I'm they, thinking... have to, they would have to be, like, within the next month, right? Well, it would have to be within the next... 10 days because it's september 6th right now yeah and the 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 card releases on the 17th oh 
So the I, I'm thinking Predators are going to start Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that would make sense. Yeah. So everyone, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking Tuesday. Um, AMD needs to do something. They need if they want to be competitive, they need to do something. Like if I were what Lisa Sue, is that her name? Mar- Mary Sue. Who? Oh the, that, oh yeah, the, the AMD the, boss. I would like after I saw that conference, I would have been like, we need to do a conference like now <laughs> talking <laughs> about our new cards. Uh good news though, I'm not gonna put a link to it, but I did see there's some rumors that Big Navi has actually done some price cuts already uh, oh, yeah. behind the scenes. Like, they're going to have to. Right. Like, hopefully, hopefully they're going to be able to release something that's comparable to NVIDIA, but I kind of doubt it. And it sadly I, will probably just be like how it's been for f- forever now. Yeah. Where... It'll be years. it'll be competitive from a from a pricing standpoint, but that's about it. I mean, and Nvidia has so many things going for them beyond just the the fact that the graphics cards are good and can run games at frame rates that are high. Like they have that RTX uh, voice thing. Um, they have that broadcast uh, software that they're working on. Yeah. Which, uh... I was just seeing in in this article uh, that the NVIDIA broadcast app is coming in September. Yeah. uh, That'll let you, like, filter out background noise in the audio, which is the RTX voice thing, and blur the background of your webcam. Yeah. um, So they have that. They have the NVENC, which is used by a bunch of streamers. Like, they have have Shadowplay. They still have, they're still Gameworks. That's in a lot of games. Yeah, there's so many things they have going for them that AMD just doesn't have, or their their implementation of it is not as good as NVIDIA's implementation. I would honestly love to run an AMD graphics card, but if the performance is as good as, as NVIDIA says it's going to be, it's going to make it hard for me to want to purchase an AMD card. Right. To the point it, where... And- I am considering pre-ordering a 3080. Yeah, like if if I could justify it financially, I definitely would be. See, like, I can. I can justify yeah, it financially. I know you can. Um <sighs> but yeah, just like the, this is this is going to be a pretty major upgrade in pretty much every way. Yeah. And it lines up with with a pretty common belief in tech which is you don't get the first gen product, you get the second gen product. Oh, and yeah. this is this is the second gen of the RTX stuff. I forgot about the tensor core stuff. Uh oh, they're yeah. apparently like double the tensor cores or whatever in, in this one. Like it, only... it's it's gonna Go be on. substantial. Uh yeah, the only thing that uh I so I'm gonna be fine, but other people might not be. They're upping the wattage requirement for these cards. So oh, yeah. the, the last two or three generations have recommended a thir- th- uh, 650 watt power supply. And these new ones, the 3080 and the 3090, require at least a 750 watt power supply. Wait, really? Yeah. 
That's the recommended. Sure I only have a 600 watt. Uh, most likely you're, most likely you're going to be fine. The, the, the reason it's recommended is because they are like, oh, the, you know, CPU is going to use up so much. This is going to use up so much, but yeah, the 10 series, I think the recommended is 650, but I could be wrong. 10, let's look it up. 1080 GTX, blah, blah, blah. Um, Let's take a look and see what the recommended. It's really hard to find specs sometimes. Um, you have uh something 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 system builder. The that's thirty ninety requires an eight fifty. Okay, so the but the thirty eighty or the thir- the thirty eighty requires a seven fifty, hmm. right? I think that's it. That's what I was reading. I could be wrong. According to NVIDIA, okay, so on the 2080, oh, it was 650. So, so the 1080 actually requires a 500 watt. Okay, yeah. That's shocking to me that it's so low. I guess it's just like with the the ray tracing and the tensor core stuff must use that much power. Well, they just, they cram, like, I guess they cram like twice as many transistors on the card as they did the other one, like... They these cards are way good, way way better, way gooder, uh, than any of the stuff that has come out before, which you you would expect. But oh man, I'm I'm really oh, considering yeah. reordering this the, card. The thirty ninety is going to require a, a twelve pin power connector. Yeah, on the on the founders card. Yeah, which most likely will be like that's not a standard on power supplies. So either you're going to need to buy a power supply or you're going to have to get an adapter, which is probably what most people are going to do. Um uh there there are uh, leaked uh boards of the like third party releases of the 3090. Yeah. And they're instead going to use three eight pin connectors. That is amazing. Um, another thing that I've I think I've heard is that modular power supply makers are going to be uh, making adapters. Basically, you plug into the PCI slot and then, or like multiple PCI slots, and then it converts into a twelve pin. Ah, uh, yeah, which makes sense. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I know the 3080, I think it's going to require two eight pins, which is fine, obviously. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about something. Um, have, do you apply, did you apply for this new job? No. Why not? <laughs> I have absolutely zero faith in whatever the fuck this is. Whatever this is that's going on, I don't like it. Spoke a while back about G4 coming back, which is, uh, if you don't remember, it was a television channel focused on gamers. Uh, one of the biggest stars there was Adam Sessler. Um, he ended up getting fired abruptly at the end of a at the end of a TV show. He was just fired abruptly. Um, so you can actually see, you can find the clip online 
where he reads the script. He's like, we'll see you next time here at G4. And then somebody off stage was like, Adam. And he like turns his head and then it cuts. And that's right after that, he got fired. And wow. I have no, yeah. And um, he's in this video. Apparently they brought him back. <laughs> they were able to lure him back. Um, which I don't know, like if it was owned by the same people, I probably would not be happy. Uh, but they ended up shutting G4 down a year or so after that. Because, I mean, honestly, the the idea of a TV channel dedicated to the games without it being a live format doesn't really make sense in this day and age because YouTubers can make videos so much quicker than than a television station can. Like, it just doesn't make sense when you have, you know, 100,000 people who are making videos talking about the same stuff or people like us doing podcasts about video games where on a TV show you kind of need to have a script and you have to have personnel there and you have to have lighting and stuff like that where a YouTuber can just turn on his webcam and go. So they shut down and... They turned into another channel for a while, and I don't know if it's still around, but wasn't it a channel aimed at the metrosexual man? That was something that existed? I don't know if Aroa's still here, so I'm just talking to myself. Uh, it says Aroa's here, but I'm not hearing him talk, so that's okay. But anyway, uh, we bring this up because... On G4, uh, they're bringing it back, and they're allowing people to submit videos to become a part of the new G4. Um, this is a post on Reddit you can take a look at, and it ends up where uh, it, there's a video done by Adam Sessler, and he basically is like, you want to be part of G4? Um, yeah, it says, it says here, the mystery for me too, but it provides a nice, uh, segue to tell you about, uh, three things that were on my to-do, to-do list today, uh, buy a plant to make my desk feel like home Two, make a Reddit post telling fans how they can submit to be a G4 host and three Google search Adam Sessler. Uh, that name keeps popping up. I'm about to tackle one of them. So, uh, my, my, my co-host just ended up leaving. So that's fun. I'm going to check my phone to see if I'm getting a text message and it says he blue screened. Okay. So good, good for him. <laughs> so we're going to wait for him to come back. So anyway, you can apply to be a G4 host. Um, put yourself in front of the camera doing anything great. Upload your audition tape to Twitter, Instagram, or use this very Reddit thread. Tag it with the hashtag G4NeedsTalent, and you can email the link of your audition tape to crazyadam at g4tv.com. Uh, you must be 18 years of age or older and a legal U.S. resident. Um, obviously, submissions should comply with all relevant laws. Uh, not everyone is guaranteed a response. Uh, they may be accepting submission based on volume received or otherwise at our discretion. G4 is, G4 is considering talent from everywhere, so there's no guarantee anyone will be selected through this process. 
Oh, that's interesting. I think they they mean not. Oh, anyway, um, all decisions what? will be uh, made on GeForce sole discretion. And for those who submit information, use email. Please use our privacy policy. Blah blah blah. So, are you applying to be part of G4? Welcome back, Aroa. No, I had to carry the show on my own. I should I should link that. I should I should cut that where you left me and then submit it. <laughs> Be part of the G4 channel. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's been happening a lot lately. Part of me is is interested in this, right? Like, I'm curious. Yeah, and I, I, but I know that no matter what I do, I'm not going to get picked. Well, um, there is that. There, there is the fact that neither of us are charismatic enough to really do a show on that was at least of G4 before and well, like, whatever yeah. the fuck they're doing now there's no way that we could do it have you ever have you ever seen Austin Evans he's a he's a no. tech youtuber no i watch him sometimes but i hate his introduction and the reason i hate his introduction it's because he's like, hi, guys, this is Austin Evans. How are you doing? And I'm just like, I fucking hate you. That is the fakest shit I have ever heard in my life. Like, I, like, I hate I hate any YouTuber that's like way too excited about whatever it is that they're talking about. But I especially hate tech YouTubers that are like that because it just feels so forced. Like, that's one thing I can say about Linus is, uh, I, when he I does least, do that shtick, he does it tongue in cheek, at least. Yeah. Like he, he seems like a normal person when he's talking. I know he's reading off a script most of the time, but he doesn't come off as fake. And that's, and I think that's what you're talking about is that they have like, with television shows like that and stuff, they have a level of fakeness that I just don't like. Right. And so I don't know if I would be good at something like this. Um, well, so I wonder though, I, I, because I really think that the, the only way that something like G4 could continue to exist in the current world that we have would be to adapt to the desires of the current quote-unquote gamer populace and that doesn't mean uh white supremacy um <laughs> as much as one might think uh but i do think that that means changing like almost everything about what that what was previously on there and and maybe also bringing back some of the things that we used to have uh because i recall before g4 kind of died well did die uh really they were just kind of showing cops all day long and the kind of sad part about that was that i read recently the reason that they were doing that is that uh cops had better ratings and more viewers than any other show on g4 combined well and and it's cheap well, cops yeah, is really too. cheap so you know what also the same thing happened with uh spike tv and not, yeah well 
I so think they were yes. owned by the same company, weren't they? All right. That would not surprise me. Um, cause it was, it was TNN originally, and then they switched and they changed their name and their branding to spike TV. Um, you might want to take a look at that while I'm talking. And when impact wrestling or TNA impact was taken off the air, they replaced their time slot with cops and cops was getting better ratings than TNA was. So it's it doesn't surprise me people love those like cops is it's kind of the first reality show right like where you they're sitting there and they're trying to like film the cops doing their jobs um and i you know obviously i don't think it's scripted but you can tell the cops are on way better behavior than they normally would be um because nowadays we all have cameras and cops act like way more of dicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I Part of me wants to apply just to see what happens. Uh, but I know that if I did apply, I think I would replicate the Adam Sessler getting fired. Like... <laughs> The first minute and a half would be, you know, whatever shtick I'm doing, trying to get hired. And then the last bit would be like somebody off stage be like, hey, Nathan, and like, look, and then it just cuts off. <laughs> but that would be mean, and I shouldn't do it, but I would. Um, so I think you should apply. You should do it, Aroa. You should do it. Right. Yeah, that's that's a... That's a grand idea. You could quit your um, day job. I could. To work right. for Peanuts, working for to G4. Work for G4 and uh, do whatever cringy bullshit that they're working on right now. So I I, I, I think I might have mentioned it on the, the podcast. I was, I was applying for that dispatcher job. I know mm -hmm. I talked to you privately about it. And then we'll move on to the next. So I'm walking to the, there's a new sushi place in town. It's the, the order I got was not very good, but the, uh, I'm walking to the new sushi place and I see my old friend from a different job that I had. And he's like, Hey man, how's it going? And I was like, Oh, Hey. And he's like, yeah, I'm in town. Cause, uh, I actually started work as a ditch dispatcher at the beginning of the year. And I was like, of course you did. So, uh, he didn't get he didn't get the job I was applying for because uh, he's been there for a while. But I just thought it was hilarious that he was like, I I ran into somebody I used to work with, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm a dispatcher now. I'm like, they fucking didn't hire me. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know. It was it would have paid great, but the hours would have sucked. It would have been like twelve hour days, six a.m. to six p.m. Ugh, it would have been bad. If it was like nine a.m. to nine p.m., that'd be fine, but. I wonder, you know about inside gaming, right? I've heard of you know it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's what they're doing. I wonder if, like, there's no way that they're going back to TV, right? No, like, I think they're gonna they're gonna do something like either a YouTube channel, or they're yeah. going to be doing a G4 TV or G4 TV website that you could subscribe right. to. That's like, what they're going to be doing. It's going to be something something along the lines of like what Rooster Teeth is or something like or, or Machinima, what, what they were. 
Or even like I think, even Linus Tech Tips. Yeah, but it'll be gaming focused. Yeah. Like I I wonder if that's kind of what they're going for is they're they're doing this casting call and it's just going to be that they're going to have a lot of YouTubers under the banner of G4. Yeah. And which uh probably won't work out all that well because uh memory serves isn't that what adam sussler went on to do after he got fired so he wasn't that what revision three was rev three was it it wasn't that rev three was kind of like linus tech tips where they had a group of people who were in the studio and they would make game they would like make gaming videos and stuff and i think rev three was doing all right and then i believe adam sessler left rev 3 and a couple other people that were like the big i think max scoville yes max scoville uh who now is works for ign i think um he started off on rev 3 gaming and he left to go to ign and then a couple like they lost a couple of their key members like that. And then Discovery was the people who did like the Discovery Channel Discovery people were behind yeah. it. Yeah. And they and they just pulled the plug. So I don't think it was exactly it wasn't like a um it wasn't like a machinima or like a conglomerate like that that was um I forget what they're called. But like a, a group that you're a part MCN. of. An MCN. A multi-channel network, right? Yeah. Um, they weren't they weren't like that. They were just like a small studio that were making gaming videos. And okay. Discovery couldn't justify the cost, so they cut it. Um, if G4 wants to be an N- MCN, that might be different. And I wonder how that's going to go. I wonder if it's going to be like a bunch of YouTubers who are making their own videos or more likely what's going to happen is they're going to have a bunch of YouTubers who will then be given stuff to make videos about. Yeah. And they'll have to like put in the submissions and um, people will either, I wonder if it's going to be like, they're going to have to edit their own videos or if they're going to make the, they, script, and they then... do have another post that says looking for on-screen talent and off-screen producer. Yeah, that sounds... It sounds to me like they're going to get a bunch of people who will probably work from home to make videos, and then they'll those people will send in their footage, and somebody will edit it and put it up so that it meets the... whatever quality they want it to meet. Like, if you have a channel like that, and you're you're sitting behind the production desk. You want everything to kind of be uniform, not like the same, but like let's take let's let's you take need, a look you need at, a consistent brand. Yeah, exactly. So like if you watch a a wrestling match on on WWE, you can tell that it's a WWE style match. Right. Um and and you want that when you like when you watch when you switch to a news station like you want it to be kind of consistent. You don't want 
it to be like somebody like behind a desk prim and proper and then it cuts away to like oroa in his basement that's like all right we got some news for you uh i guess it's gonna be hot today um i should probably put on a shirt before i make these videos (laughs) but i I can tell you right now going through all these auditions i fucking hate almost all of them (laughs) do you oh my god they're either all like they're either all just bad or they're people who are trying way too hard to be like high energy fucking uh they're exactly the kind of shit that i hate on youtube like talking with their hands constantly waving around gotta do lots of motion gotta keep the children engaged uh just like calm the fuck down i i i will admit that i talk with my hands a lot um just naturally that's, that's one thing but like whenever you're just like I don't know this this guy this guy um the guy that his his post was seven hours ago it's on the G4 TV Reddit yeah like the, he's standing in front of a bunch of Nintendo shit and he like he's he's waving his hands around clapping them together like just looks like he's trying to seem like he's saying something significant when in reality he's probably just spouting off bullshit about how much he loved video game video game real cool like i want to make i want to make see i was thinking about making a video that's just me being like all right guys i lost my job like four months ago and uh and I really need a job because I'm working from home, making 19 bucks an hour. So if you want to give uh, me a job, please do that. Like I, I like this. I like this guy here, where the video starts off and he's he's taking a shit. Like it, the camera walks in on him shitting. Like that. That's not a bad that's, joke. That's your that's your sense of humor though. It's not my sense of humor. That's your <laughs> sense of humor. Uh, there's this one where uh. He says that he's not a lizard person. Like, okay, that's kind of cute. And he like he does a zoom in on his Twitch subscriber count, and it's like 450. And then he crosses it out and writes 40k. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, like that's all uh, right. Let's move. But on. this let's... dude that's just staring at his webcam and going, "Hey guys, look at me. I'm I'm 36 years old, and I've got an Odyssey too." Like, no, stop. Don't do that. Yeah, you need to, like, at least with the the guy who did the 40k thing, that's probably going to stand out more than any of the people who sit there and just talk into a webcam, right? Like, you got to start off with something to hook them. One of the things, when I was working at Sony, and we'll move on, um, I was talking to somebody. Apparently, there are, there are four or five people at Pixar whose entire job is to look at at the first 10 seconds of video submissions. And the reason is uh, they'll get so many people applying for jobs at Pixar that if you can't impress them in the first 10 seconds, they will delete your resume and move on. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of shit. And he's like, yeah. But, you know, I always tell people if they're applying for jobs, 
make the first 10 seconds count. Don't put like a fucking scroll with your name saying like, hi, I'm blah. No, just fucking impress them. Start out with your 3D model, like doing something impressive in the first 10 seconds. Because yeah. otherwise they're going to not be interested. That's, and uh, yeah, like that's, um, if, because, uh, yeah, I, I've been, a, I've been a voice actor before. Uh, whenever you're auditioning for that shit, you're sending in your demo reel. Uh, that's a huge mistake that a lot of, a lot of people make is they start off with like, hi, my name's Amber. And I just want to say thank you for listening to my demo. No, don't do any of that. You can say, hello, my name is Amber, whatever. And then you just, you just go into your, your characters. Cause if you don't do that, then they're going to stop listening. Exactly. So, uh, that's what you should do. That's if you like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to make a video, a submission for G4. That's my, uh, that is my suggestion. My little bit of advice is impress them in the first 10 seconds. Uh, make a funny joke. Do something interesting that's going to keep their attention. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to get that information. That being said, uh, we never do that on this here Reaton Entertainment podcast. No. Um, never. Never do that. But you know what we do is uh, Roa and I like the singing games, right? We like the games where you sit down and you sing songs and you play instruments. I, I do like those games. It's just uh, I uh, I got real bad social anxiety, so you know it's <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of those games is actually shutting down here. Uh, they're dying. All of those those games are dying for some reason. <laughs> uh, Rock Band is probably never going to have a game again. Um, and uh doesn't really have to to be fair yeah rock band's never gonna have a game again guitar heels probably pretty dead uh i'm surprised yeah yeah uh guitaru man unfortunately is dead but guitaru man lives on the psp and uh another one that's dead is twitch sings apparently which i am shocked a little bit that they're just shutting it down. Like, I would imagine the maintenance on this game just isn't that much. But it must be... Like, they're shutting this... Well, so the licensing. Such... That's what I was going to say. They're shutting it down January 1st. So I wonder if that's when all the licensing is due. And they're just like, fuck it. Like, they, they, have, they have all the licensing for the songs up through... Jan or December 31st and they're like we don't want to pay the couple hundred thousand dollars for this so fuck it like that's yeah, what they, I'm thinking they, they said they're uh, they're closing the platform to invest in broader tools and services that will help support and grow the entire music community on Twitch uh huh sure uh, yeah. it's licensing issues uh probably well, it, just, they, it costs it wasn't... money like they're paying yeah. harmonics to make new tracks and licensing out or licensing all these cover songs yeah because like have, have you used twitch things I, I feel like you used it like right whenever it came out like i did i've used it a little bit like i do enjoy uh those type of games but the problem with those types of games as you know is i don't know pop music yeah. um a lot of the music that both of us listen to aren't 
this type of music that's going to be included in Twitch syncs. Now, I, funnily enough, um, maybe three or four weeks ago, I did go through the track list for Twitch Sings, and there is a surprising amount of music that I recognize now. And, and like, not even insofar as it's, it's you know, obviously I recognize it. It's Katy Perry, like, not like that, but, like, there's a good number of, of songs from bands that I actually like. Yeah. Um, so it, they, they have done a really good job at, at expanding that catalog. It's just uh it i don't know where the market is for this sort of thing yeah and like a lot of the music like they don't have a lot of ska music on there i like ska music i am yeah, surprised I think there were three bands on there that uh that yeah. i recognized you as liking yeah yeah it's not a not a ton there's like one song from real big fish yeah um they don't even have superman which I am fucking shocked because Tony Hawk just came out, and you think yeah. they would have put they would have put Superman uh, on there from Goldfinger, but no. Um, kind of like one of the quintessential. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they they say here um, that streamers can play Twitch Sings by choosing one of the game's available songs, giving their fans power to choose. Blah blah blah. Um, Twitch Sing's channel only has 161,000 followers, even though the uh, music category it's under has 3.6 million. Listen, if I had 161,000 followers, do you think I would work at a fucking job making $19 an hour anyway? Um, <laughs> before Twitch officially pulls the game, it's giving its loyal fans a treat. Uh, something to keep them singing until New Year's Day. It has released its entire backlog of songs, which means streamers have 400 new ones to choose from. The company will start removing sings, videos, and clips on December 1st per its contractual obligations, but the game itself will only stop working on January 1st. After that, all remaining on-demand videos, including past broadcasts, clips, and highlights, will be wiped from the platform. So that means... Uh, if you've saved any of your videos on, like if you've done a Twitch thing and you're like, man, that Twitch sings, I did really well on that song. I'm going to save it as a clip. You better download that because it's going to be <laughs> gone on January 1st. Um, at least they're giving it more than a fucking month. Yeah. Unlike Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, like I, I am, I am happy about that, that they've, that they've gone and released all the songs and it it sounds like you'll just be able to play all of them like without having to pay for it because normally you have to pay uh after a certain number of songs or something like that did you so yes on twitch sings mm -hmm. there was I... there was like a token system oh i did not know that maybe i had not done enough songs probably Cause not because <laughs> i would do like one or two songs and be like i'm good yeah. uh so yeah, Twitch and that, sings. I imagine is why they're shutting it down is because Pro that's what everyone did. Probably like it's kind of hard to broadcast that, and like for me, if I if they had more songs that I knew, and I had friends that could come over and stuff, like that would be fun, right? Um, yeah, if I lived alone. Yeah, well, even I mean, would your wife really care if your friends came over and did Twitch sings with you? No. But it's still embarrassing. That's true. Like, I have a roommate. I 
don't want him to like i i don't care exactly right like i don't like, like uh, i've done karaoke around him but here's the funny thing so the other day uh you know i wake up in the morning and i turn on music and i take a shower and i start singing along in the shower and i walk out of my bathroom with my clothes on and i walk past my roommate's office and he decided to work home from that day, that day uh, and he's just like you like singing in the shower and i was like i don't care i do not give a shit <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. bother me no uh, i i uh any anything like that is very very embarrassing i it took so much effort for me to get the uh there's an achievement in i think rock band one uh for doing a marathon of every song in the game on each instrument and i did it on each instrument including vocals and it, it's just very very difficult for me to do things like that in front of people in my and like i was young so i was living yeah. with my parents I, yeah. I've yeah. kind of grown out of that. I think that my, like, even if, you know, I fuck up or something, it's like, if they're your family or friends, they're not going to care if you, if you mess up or if you, if you hit up, if you don't hit that high note, they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, it's just more embarrassing. Song. The, the actual act of doing it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah um, that's, that's social like, anxiety for you. Like when rock, when rock man four came out, uh, my friends actually really, I, I had two friends that I was living with and they liked rock band too. And, um, Lexi, she doesn't really play video games, but because Nate and I play video games, she decided to play with us and she enjoyed it. She did vocals and stuff. Um, and there were a few songs, not a lot of songs, but a few songs that I could do, uh, playing the guitar and singing at the same time. So... I really liked those songs. So I I don't have a problem with it. I've kind of grown out of that. Um it's it's I kind of just like I was I stopped being embarrassed a long time ago of stuff like that. So uh stop uh, it, Aroa. You seek counseling. Yeah, you pro that's you probably should, honestly, but but for other <laughs> things. <laughs> um I the last thing with this uh I'm worried about harmonics. And I, I think you mentioned that very, yeah. very I'm shortly. I'm shocked they're uh, still around. Have you seen what they're coming out with? The new game? Oh, please tell me it's a Connect Rock Band game. A, a connect, what? Yes. Uh, what? No. No. Okay. no. Uh, it might actually even be worse than that. To, what? They can't be. be. It can't fully possibly honest. be. Can't possibly be worse than that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I don't even know what, like, what it is. I don't know. No one does. It's like a live DJ game, and it seems like all you do is just play songs. Like, it's just a mashup game, and it's, like, online. Like... Okay. I don't know who's going to buy this. I I have no idea either. I think that I like Rock Band, but the that were user that that's what it's called. Okay, a nonstop digital music festival where you control the music and share it with the world. Cool. And 
like there's no gameplay as far as I can tell outside of just what song do you play now? This one. Play it a little faster though. Change the key. Like it's just a a it's very lips. simplified No, not quite. It's not even no. It's like I know. I'm joking. Goodness gracious. It's like I don't know. I don't understand like where the game comes in here and it's being published by NCSoft. I don't know that. Uh, wait, so is it going to be an MMO? <sighs> I yes. mean, yeah, kind of. It's like a it's like a music MMO thing where like cuz you do like live shows with actual people watching you. Like that's weird. It's really weird and I don't I don't understand like what Harmonix is doing other than trying so hard to stay alive. Cause like they, they do cool shit sometimes where like they'll do like Autica is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's like beat saber, but with guns instead. So and... I just, I just want to um, mention before I forget, because I know I'll forget is that if you really do like karaoke and stuff on your computer, you can always get Ultra Star Deluxe. Ultra and do karaoke Star that Deluxe. Way. It's uh it's like SingStar. I uh it has over ten thousand songs that are available. Whoa. What? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know about this. You can also use your microphones from SingStar. And they will work flawlessly. Which by so years ago I did a karaoke night and I actually bought the SingStar microphones and adapter to get it working on my computer so that we could have two people singing at the same time. This is really cool. Yeah. So if you are interested, it's a little bit harder to set up. You have to, you know find a way to download the songs but uh it's a it's a neat it's a neat program and you can get it running on your computer uh and we're gonna move on to the next story and that is our last story of the day and it has to do with a little video game called shenmu have you ever have you ever played shenmu aroa no um it's a it's a game and I can't play through the first one because it's really slow, and it's and it kind of like Yakuza, but yes. bad. No, it's not bad. It's just it's 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 a really good game. It's just it's has the the controls haven't aged very well, and I really wish that they would do a remaster or I'm sorry a remake, um, but they're never gonna do that because it wouldn't make enough money. I like and, the uh, I like the top comment. What's the top uh, comment? In keeping with the latest game, each episode will be three hours long, tedious, and ultimately mean nothing. Yeah, that's the problem with the Shenmue games. Um, the Shenmue 1 and 2 released on the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, 1 originally was released in the United States, 2, uh, and worldwide. 2 was released in Japan and PAL regions, but for some reason never released in the United States on Dreamcast. Uh, then 2 ended up getting released on the Xbox, the original Xbox. 
and then three just released. And for some reason, they're making an anime that will be 13 hours long. So, so how many episodes are going to be dedicated to... I'm sorry, 13 episodes long, not hours long. But go on. How how many how many episodes will be dedicated to Rio uh just playing games in the arcade? Uh three. Three episodes. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that Shenmue 3 didn't have that I kinda missed was they didn't have an affiliation with Sega anymore. So they weren't able oh. to include Sega arcade games. I thought that Sega owned the franchise. I I, they might, but they did not include Sega. Uh, they, they must not if they didn't do that. Yeah. Which, so like, I guess that makes sense because it would kind of be directly competing with Yakuza, even though it can't. Yeah. Um, and so I, I honestly will probably watch this. I'll give it a watch because I like Shenmue. I think the story is great. The one thing that I'm worried about is that the voice acting might be good? Um, oh, that would be that would be terrible if the voice acting was good. Yeah, like the voice acting in Shenmue, I will say, is every game has been bad uh, with voice <laughs> acting. Every uh, game has been bad. Yeah, just just cut it right there. Just, oh yeah, you're we, right. Shenmue Three was published by Deep Silver and developed yep. by Yeastnet. Yep. Yep, it was, uh, there's no affiliate. I think the guy who made Shenmue owns it. Like, he might Yeah, have, that must be it. He might have bought... No, because he made, like... he's He has a plan for, like, seven Shenmue games, and it just never oh, yeah. happened. Like, uh, I, it's like Xenosaga. Xenosaga was originally supposed to be, like, six games. And then they, they didn't sell well, so they're like, we're done with three. And it was... It, one was okay, two was really bad, and three was not as bad. Um, so I think that I really hope Shenmue anime is good, but I have a feeling that they're going to try telling the first story from Shenmue, and I don't know if fans are going to like that because they want to see the continuation. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, why Why are they doing an anime when the story's not over yet it's not even close to over no well i i wonder if that's how they have to do it because shenmue 3 did not do well none of okay. the shenmue games have sold well even uh, shenmue 3 which did really really well in kickstarter like everyone who wanted to buy that game bought it on kickstarter and then it was the sixth highest uh, grossing uh, Kickstarter campaign in history. Yeah, but um, the the after the game was launched, I don't think it made that much money. I think that because because obviously Kickstarter is typically like they put their stuff on Kickstarter to see if there's fan interest, and then they get outside investors to actually put more money into it. Well, that's and... what they do on like on the big shit. Which, well, yeah. I mean, you would think in a game like Shenmue, six six million dollars probably wasn't enough to fund the whole thing. No, like three years of development, four years right. of development, something like that. Yeah, that's. It's not. It, it wasn't enough to fund the whole game. Um, the only game that really has had 
that much crowdfunding, um, which is something I wanted to bring up earlier, was uh, Star Citizen. They have like 500 million now or something like that in crowdfunding, which is insane. Uh, I want to see how the, my, the 3080 deals with Star Citizen. Because right now on my 1070, <laughs> I run it at like 30 frames a second. Look, um, you can only throw so much power at something that is just a, a hackneyed mess of a game. Uh, but I, I wanna I wanna see if I can get like forty five frames a second out of it. <laughs> I might have to bump uh, up to the that's it. I'm getting the thirty ninety just so I can play Star Citizen at playable frame rates. <laughs> uh Yu Suzuki said the project reached a budget of twenty million dollars uh, yeah. by the end of all the funding that they received. And then how much uh, did they they sell actually i'm gonna download that so uh shen move three sales profit uh it's not evident from what i'm reading um yeah it's but like retail sales were low but that doesn't count uh digital well it says here on game revolution poor shenmu three sales slash deep silver's revenue by eight million dollars well, that's probably not good. <laughs> yeah, so whoopsie doozle. Um Did you know all the games in Shenmu, like all the Sega games, were also designed by Yu Suzuki? That is like Hang On. I know Hang On wasn't there, but Hang On, Space Harrier, Afterburner. That is Outrun. I mean all those games are very similar, so yeah, that makes sense. Like the their, the way that they utilize graphics and stuff is is all similar. So that makes he a lot also of sense. was the director of Virtua Fighter. Well, yeah, that would that would explain because uh, whoa, he so, was a he was a producer for Sonic the Fighters and well, Fighters Mega Mix. So, so you do realize that eighteen wheeler American Pro Trucker is so, actually a really fun game. So Shenmue was originally supposed to be Virtua Fighter RPG on the Sega Saturn. I did not know that. Yeah. And then they shipped development. That's why the combat in the original Shenmue game is very reminiscent of Virtua Fighter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? 18-wheeler American Pro Trucker had a console release? Um, I... I didn't know that. 18-wheeler... I guess that American. makes sense, because it was on... It was, uh, it was Naomi. Yeah, it was Naomi hardware. So was it released it was on the... It ported to the Dreamcast. It was ported to the Dreamcast and the PS2 and the GameCube? I'm looking it up on eBay. And then we're done. American 18 wheeler American The sequel Road was Trucker. released on PS2 as well. I am downloading this. You I mean can buy, going to you, buy it. I mean uh, to be fair okay, to be it. fair. Uh you can buy it for the Dreamcast for 17 bucks. Um you can buy the PS you can buy the PS2 version for seven dollars, Aroa, with free shipping. <laughs> oh no. Uh what? What? It's not the the console ports were not as good as the arcade version. Well, no, of course it wasn't. That's that does not surprise me at all. But you know what? We're we're done. We're done for the day. 
We talked about all the stuff. Watch the Shenmu anime. It'll be on Crunchyroll, and uh... it's being directed by Sakurai Chikara. Nice. He uh, he did One Punch Man, and Yu Suzuki is uh, executive producing it. Oh um, no! So it'll it'll be on Crunchyroll and Adult Swim. <laughs> so, oh no, what? Because because Yu Suzuki is going to be executive producing it, so he's he's going to be like. Mm, can we maybe do a scene where nothing happens for like 10 minutes? The entire can we, Shenmue can 3. We, like, can I we just had have Rio like talk to a cat for one scene? We need, we need to make sure on Christmas that Santa Claus walks around. Uh, we, need, we need to make sure that there are at least 800 lines where Rio says, have you seen, have you seen a, a black car? Or, uh, care for a game of Lucky Hit? <laughs> yes, that has to be in the show. It has to be. <laughs> that has to, at least once. That has to be. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we will be back next week. We'll, more rambling and ranting and raving and, and lunatics doing a podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for listening to our edition for G4. And uh, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Thank you, Baroa. Bye. Baroa. Bur.